See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Alright, he has his ears on. We're laughing about a movie funnier than the one we watched for this week. But yeah. moving on. Alright, who are we? Why are we? What are we? My name is Mal. With me as always... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. We are Slow Robot A Go-Go. The show dedicated to reviving... Uh, giving... What are those things? Those paddles that clear? The defib- defibrillating... Don't uh, they have some of those at the widget factory? Some widget yeah. Factory? I think that's just to wake people up. It is. Tired. Uh, defibrillating old, forgotten, misbegotten movies from the past. <laughs> I always wanted to try and cook a potato with one of those. That would be fun. I would do that. Like, wash it and then like put it down there and then just go bang and see if you could eat it after that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. don't think that's how those work, but I don't care. All right, yeah. so, uh, yes... You can find us on yeah. Stitcher and Slice and iTunes and the internet and the interweb and, and outer space. And on the cloud. And uh, through telegraphs. Ham radio. Right now, right now we have somebody, uh, one of those people from the courtroom, stenographers. Yeah, stenographers. We have a stenographer stenographing it up, so we're, we're good to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. And we're going to have some stuff stricken from the record. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Yeah. So find us at those places or go to bunch of, uh, com and... Uh, you know, that's like the home base for it. That's how I kind of gauge how many people are looking and listening. It isn't, but whatever. And uh, Or you can join us on Facebook, which would be neat. Uh, tell your friends to listen, which would be neat. Um, any of those things would be great. Go to bunchofdorks.com. That's where you're going to find all different kinds of fun stuff. Like one that you do, Dr. Morbius. What, what would that be? Well, that's that two-dimension comic book thing that uh, we, we love to do. Do you ever delve into a third dimension or do you just keep it two? No, we're just we're not just that. Two. Yeah, yeah, we're well, not good. That stay stay true to your roots, man. What yeah. brought you to the dance, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so only two. Only two. So that what is that? It's comic books, comic book-related materials and all that good stuff. Nice. And a lot of talk. And no direction. Oh, good. Directions are stupid. No GPS on that show. Nice. And uh, yeah, then they have the, uh, and you have Destination Nightmare, which is a blog. That's my blog, to, uh, comic book thing, where I to dark evil thoughts from a dark evil mind. A lot, <laughs> of, a lot of dark evil comic scans on there that you'll nice. enjoy, and yes. uh, good stuff like that. So you probably like, like you probably have like hits where, where you look at it, it's like one person, and then they have like forty pages, right? Like, yeah, like, cause, cause they're gonna go there. And they're gonna get every page. So they go and they something <laughs> like that. Every once in a while, you might get one person and they go through all. I mean, there's already 600 postings on there. So if like mm. one person wants to look at every one of them, that's 600 right there. You have 600 posts. Yes, sir. Wow, you have a, you, what, you have like OCD or something like that. Like you're like you're like I'm gonna just post that because it's oh because each one is a different thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, each one of them is like a comic book story or something. Oh, that, that's really a lot of writing, man. That's really good. Yeah, in two years, I mean, I don't. You know, I usually don't take a day off because it's easy. I mean, you know, I write a couple paragraphs and put the story. You're in. an overachiever. Yes, not a coffee achiever, but an over. You're the coffee. Achiever. I'm a coffee achiever. Yeah. Very nice. It's All a right. lot of fun. I'm gonna. We'll dive right into our. Uh, did I miss anything on our shtick? I think that's it. Oh, uh, did you talk about a bunch of dorks and all that stuff? Nah, I figured. No, okay. I figured if they if they're not on the trolley by now, they're missing it. The, you know, they're not gonna go. All right. Uh, you know, and that, like, I always have trouble. Like, I always want more from. Like, when I look at how many people are what, listening and watching and all that stuff, 
And I'm just like, how do you even promote? Like, just, yeah. you know, it, it's so... Did, oh, pod, oh, podcasts are just, yeah, like, I don't know, thankless. Oh, don't forget about our eBay store where, where we just sell stuff that we find on the street. Sure, yeah. Where we autograph it for you and then it makes it valuable. Of course. Yeah. And other lies. Yeah. All right. So this whole show's a lie. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're living a lie. This world's a lie, <laughs> man. This world's a lie. Yeah. You know what? Come I on. listen to. Um, Come I've been on. watching a lot of. Uh, of Netflix has like tons of stand-up comedy, and I watched the last George Carlin one. Oh. And uh, yeah. you know, I I really had a backlash against Carlin. Like I loved his first stuff, like Hippy Dippy Weatherman. Like yeah. I like his first stuff. Uh-huh. You know, Toledo window boxes and stuff like yeah, that. Like, okay. and those were fun because they were very innocent. And then he really became like angry, hateful old man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and and I was like, ah. And I got, I went away from listening to him because it was like enough already. You know. <laughs> but then, like this was the one I watched. It was the last thing. You could tell he was very sick and old, and and uh-huh. he died like right after, like right after that comic, uh, that uh, stand-up performance. Yeah, yeah. And it was more just like angry, you know. And you're like, well, what what made him turn? What what you know? What what took him down that path? I I just don't, I don't know. know. You, know? you know, I never I've never really I watched him like you said. I remember him before he became hippie, hippie guy when he was yeah. like on the Johnny Carson. Oh yeah yeah he was such and a he was just a regular straight comedian. guy yeah. And then like around seventy he got like class clown where he had long hair and a beard and found seven pot. words. Yeah he, found, yeah, he started yeah. smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, dude, you know. Yeah, and then he became a counterculture. Him and him and Cheech and Chong, they were the big deals in the early 70s. Oh yeah. They were big time. And then he just they started doing those HBO specials and he kind of went into like a different area, which was an interesting area because he was like he was hitting on both sides. He wasn't just like being like, oh, your side is stupid or my side. He was just like going off on everybody, and I guess that's polarizing. Yeah. You know, in well, a way. but he had his fans. Yeah. Oh, and I and I I guess I label myself as his fan, mm-hmm. but there's a long period of his work where I'm just like, eh, I don't need to watch that. I remember one specific joke that I'm not going to tell you on, on the show. I'll tell you later. <laughs> but I was like, you couldn't say that these days. Well, you might, but you probably yeah. get some kind of... I guess, no, I guess the point is, you get in trouble for anything that you say these days. So oh, my God. It's, it's, ra- it's run rampant. Like, unfortunately... Yeah. You're going to offend somebody. Political correctness and, um, and coddling of, like, the youth and all that stuff has yeah. run amok. It's... So. And and if you look, the kids are just more and more jerky, spoiled little bastards. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I'm not saying go put a cigarette out on your kid, but no. a good punch in the or a good smack in the head or a smack in yeah, the ass, not a real bad one. Is don't, good. don't leave a bruise or anything. Well, like yeah, that. but I mean, and it's okay that the kids don't have something sometimes. You yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah. hey, do without. Guess what? I didn't have shit growing up, and you know, yeah. like, it's just it's one of those weird things. I don't know. Who am I? I don't. I don't raise kids, and I'm sure some parents will be like, "You don't understand the love of the." <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so what did I watch this week? I watched Repo Men, not Repo Man. That was the old uh, punk classic. Repo Men was a. Um, is it a reality show? No, where they went and got. No, no, no. That's some. That is. I think there is one of those too. But no, this one is one where they. Um, in the future, people get organs, and you they mean, buy. Like, they like buy to them play? on. Tre- yes. Keyboards. Yes. Garage music makes a huge comeback, and everyone is is getting organs. Oh, and, uh, great! No organ transplant. Yeah. Yeah. Organ. I always wanted to find one of those like old ones yeah. that sound like like that. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Yeah, you know, yeah, like because those almost all the music I listen to has that in it. Even like the um, 
Lulu's Marble and stuff use oh. that. That's cool. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that you gotta sound. got to get one of those, man. But anyway, yeah. No, Repo Man is about, uh, in the future, people to stay living longer get organ transplants that they can't afford. And then, then, <laughs> then people, co- then people go and they repossess them. And it's, very, it's a very odd thing. I watched a movie on Netflix streaming called Odd Thomas. And this was one that was just like, eh, let's roll the dice on this and see if I want to watch it, you know. And it was turned out to be very fun, a very funny, good movie. I would definitely suggest everyone goes... Uh, not everyone, most people. If you like sci-fi and stuff, just watch it. It's a very... Um, I don't know. It's it's stylistic. It, it it's very. Enough. It's a funny movie. It's a good movie. You'll give it a six. Yes. No, I'd give that like an eight, I think. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I, wa- I rewatched Gattaca. Um, okay. I don't know. That's a good sci-fi movie. A very classic story, you know. Um, okay. For some reason, I always replace the... Who is it? Ethan Hawke? Hmm, for some know. reason, my brain replaces him with Tom Cruise, which makes me not want to watch it. And then I go, oh, wait, Tom Cruise is in this, and then I watch it, and I was like, oh, this is a pretty good movie. All right. Uh... This documentary, Inequality for All, this was um, very, uh, like I will say, eye-opening. Uh, the guy who's, who, who's, the, who's, the, who's like kind of doing this whole documentary was the financial advisor for the Clinton era. And he teaches at Harvard and blah, 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 or some, some, some Ivy, Ivy League. He's incredibly intelligent, and he talks about why like why the 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 economy's doing what it's doing and why it's kind of so bad and and he shows historical data through like 18 1908 or something like that mm-hmm. and the the taxation of the rich and the prosperity of uh mankind is is linked very closely like the graph is almost like you can lay it on top of each other it's just a very it's and this is another one that's streaming on Netflix and uh Holy hell! It's it, when you when you watch it, you kind of go, "Oh man!" You know, you start to realize what what's happening to you and to us. But I, but I but I would I would actually tell you that watch that, but also watch something else from another perspective, and then the truth is somewhere in the middle. Oh yeah, because no, it's never really what one guy says, because everybody has their theories. Oh yeah, and I've always found that one guy's theory, it's like climate change or global warming mm. or climate freezing. You have two different people with two different. Just like go in the middle there, and you'll find yeah. out what's oh, really going on. Oh, and that's and that's the thing. Uh, this guy doesn't replace. He he's not like Democratic or Republic. It's weird. He's not either like those. Yeah. He's been painted as kind of by the by the very far far was it right, right Republican. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, he's been painted as like you know a communist and all that stuff. But when you listen to him talk, you're like, well, no, this guy's just like a professor. He's he's just very smart, you know. But whatever, like you're saying, yeah. yes, he's not delivering, you know, from on high the, the the ten truths of of life, you know. But it's very interesting, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, you know, there's there's a lot of did he did he talk about the Federal Reserve in his little documentary? No. Okay. No, no. No, this this is mostly about no, okay. about how uh, well, it's kind of about how working class, middle class mm-hmm. is 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 Dwindling. Getting, is this is dissolving. Yeah. And how and and they the, not he didn't but the the person that made the documentary talked yeah. about this happened in the past and like you know they showed like riot footage and stuff mm-hmm. and people are like sure. okay enough of this it, it was an interesting watch I'll, I'll put it that way and I know what you're saying about the climate control or climate change because you get both sides it's and what well, the funniest thing is like you 
Like I was like that was on CNN. That was a hot thing on CNN this week where they were saying, you know, look, the 300 major scientific people in the world came out and said, okay, that this is real. Stop saying it isn't. And immediately people were like, no, no, no. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god. I, I'm not saying we're doing everything for the climate, but we're, you can't say we're doing nothing to the climate. Like you know, when no, you watch exactly. the, like, but, but people are like. They just take the extremes, like left and right. They they just go, no, you're insane. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the climate changes naturally. Right. So you can't blame it all on pollution, but you also can't say that it's not happening either. I know, but people do. The people are like, you don't know anything. I'm like, I well, know, I know. I, I was know. like, holy shit, dude. Like, <laughs> whatever. Okay, moving on. Uh, then I watched one that was a surprising. Uh, this one was very surprising that I liked it. I put it in as like a. Eh, like big, like it was almost like the the same line as a uh, nude nuns with big guns. Oh, you know, okay. we'll see where this goes. It's called Bounty Killer, and uh, this one this one is like in the future. You know, blah blah blah. Bounty hunters. No, corporate people got so big that they overtook governments, and then they ruined all of society. So the newest thing was like bounty killers were almost celebrities. And there was prices put on heads of people that were heads of governments or heads of uh, businesses, and these people would go get them. And one was um, Lady Death or La- Mary Death, her's her name, who's a not hard to look at bounty killer with a very um, Kill Billish style. Whatever, it was a fun movie. It was stupid but fun. Lots of blood flying on the camera lens, and oh, you know what I mean, funny. like that kind of stuff. Where it's very over the top, almost video gameish, but I liked it. You know, it was stupid and fun. Then I watched Future Sport, which was like a rollerball knockoff thing. I had seen it before, but I forgot. And then I watched Left Behind, uh, which I can't even remember. It must that it's that it's that uh, important. Um, what the hell was Left Behind? Oh, it was that movie. Like just some people just went away. Mm. And the weird the shit the thing that was hard about it was. This was made, like, in two or three parts. So, like, you're watching this whole movie, you're investing your time, and it was made with with the knowledge of this isn't going to be resolved because this is part one of three or part one of two, and you're like, ah, I, you know. I, I mean, I understand. I guess that's okay, but I was like, mm, I'm not watching the second one. Mm, okay. so, not pe- that good. Some people just went away. Like, like, literally, like, they're flying a plane, and some people just go away and... <laughs> And they don't know why. It's, it's just it's a very strange thing. And then I watched a brief history of time, uh, which was a Stephen Hawking oh, yeah. uh, kind of documentary, kind of about his stuff. And it became very apparent about twenty minutes in that I am not smart enough to listen to what he says. Um, there, him and his friends were talking about well, his com uh, colleagues. Yes, we're talking about these things and oh, how a black hole works and stuff. And I'm like. God damn it! You know, I'm lo- you're looking at this this wall of mathematics to prove when the vanishing point of or, or you know when when the vanishing point of a black hole reaches something, and I'm like, I'm too dumb for this, and and I understand the concepts, but you know, I, we're doing a B movie show. Good point. And then finally, uh, oh, and then that just the one the 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 George Carlin special, which was good and kind of sad because you know it was his last one. But kind of same shtick as always. <laughs> yeah, with with all that Stephen Hawking stuff, I mean, it's nice to know big words and like you it's know nice complicated to know theories. Big words. 
and complicated <laughs> theories. But um, yeah, I don't know what this is, and this is one of the things where I mean, if, if anyone listening is a mathematician, they would like punch me in the throat. But I don't see how a wall of thing with pluses yeah. and minuses and crap equals this is a black hole and this is how it works. You know what I mean? Like some, I mean, I understand it's engineering. I understand it's all. I under, I get it. Like what they're saying to me, but I don't know how that in reality. How does that prove one thing or another? E you equals know. mc squared. Man. You have to be like Doctor Reinhardt and drive your, fly your uh, spaceship into the black hole yeah. where you will live forever. Yeah. Disney's yeah. black hole. <laughs> you don't remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay. Yeah. You're like, I saw. I think I no, I didn't see that movie. I, no. I saw Tron, but I never saw the Black Hole. I own the Black Hole. I like it. Oh, okay. I watched that quite a bit. Okay, it was some cheese ball in it, but it was, yeah. So, uh, that's you saw it in the theater, right? You saw it in the movie. Yeah, theater. yeah, yeah. That At was, a drive-in or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. But you then told the, me that story. Yeah. I loved. I actually do like the movie quite a bit. All right, Maximilian so, Shell. Yeah. Okay. So what do you what did you watch this week? I watched the Ultimate Reality Show. Uh oh. Uh, this is a reality show I've been watching since nineteen. What is it? Ninety. Oprah. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. No. You're like no, no, uh, uh-uh. no. And and I watch it because I'm like a brain dead slug. But it's the NFL draft. That's right. Uh oh. I watched the first three rounds like a freaking lemming. Get all them. And yeah, I sat there for three hours and just sat there and go. Oh, wow, they got that guy. He must be really good if this dude on TV says he's good. Yes, all those smooth criminals that they're high, that they're drafting. You're like, oh, and this one has... Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I just do it because it's just like... It's a, it's a habit. It's like, a it's, habit. It's, it's like yeah. you don't even have any... The, like 90% of them will wash yeah. out or not even make the teams and stuff like that in a year or two, and you, but you're just like, yeah, man. You know what it is, though? It's like, I think part of it... Part of it is like sometimes... The players get drafted by the wrong teams, and, oh, then, yeah. and then it doesn't work out. But if they would have get if they would have gotten drafted by a different team, they may have been really good. Yeah. I think it's all where you where you land. Oh, number number one overall is a death curse. That means you're going to like the worst team in the world. Yeah, and there's no saving it. That means you're going to get thrown into the fire. There's a bad support system. There's a bad everything. Like look at the Raiders. Imagine well, going to the Raiders. They're like the worst example of a yeah. team in the world. Not the world, but they suck pretty hard. Yeah, and, and, you know, and yeah. and so oh, I'm a great quarterback. Oh, great! No offensive line, no line coach, no quarterback coach, nothing worth a shit. You know. Well, I mean, sometimes it works. Yeah. You know, Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even Manning had a, had a rough year his first year. But it's just the other. It's just a lot of the other players. You know, you see guys that are pretty much like similar to other guys, or maybe some guys. That they try to change their style, and it just doesn't, it doesn't work. And with 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 teams like Seattle, they'll just pick up guys that nobody really picked on, but they coach them. Yeah. So right, and I think New England does that too. I was they gonna say New England them. is famous for that. Like they coach them properly, and then they get guys that are like nobody thought were gonna be anything, and they work. And they work, and then you get like somebody drafting this like the greatest quarterback ever. And he becomes like a you know beat up, tired, yeah, and beat up, tired. You know, the bears. You know, the bears are notorious for destroying quarterbacks. They they have never had a quarterback, not, not one yeah. that doesn't get killed every play. Yeah, Jake Cutler. Yeah, yeah, right. Who cost and me a championship last year. The um, you know, like one of the things that kind of is hopeful, which I hope they do, 
well, uh, I know Menzel went to the Browns. Yeah. Now, he's not the starter. And I hope he isn't the starter. Like, the old way of bringing people up for, like, two or three years, then having him as your starter, it kind of works really well. But no one does that. They just go, oh, here's our new guy. And they just kick him. They go out there, and they're like, oh, no. I'm if I was Manziel, I'd be scared about going to Cleveland. Yeah. I'd be scared about going to that team. But, you know, he's. I heard he had a bad rep to begin with. Like, he had a, you know, too cocky, maybe, and doesn't play, you know, doesn't follow the game plan. And teams that we've been better off with, like New England or whatever, aren't going to take a guy that doesn't follow the no, system no, because you, obviously Tom Brady is the ultimate system quarterback. You, that's what you want. I mean, yeah. I mean that, even for me, uh, that's what I want. I don't want some some guy that's going to just take off running and, oh, he got positive yards, so what? Unless you I get spent, Brett Favre. I spent two weeks planning for this team. Yeah. It, 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 every second of every play, everything, and I just have some guys that's going to take off. No, that's not... I don't need that on my team. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, but it's, but it's the ultimate yeah. reality show because... Everything is like they create this excitement for weeks before it. Oh, dude. They build people up to tear them down. And, you know, you yeah. see all the... And this week they had all the all the players coming up with their moms because it's going to be Mother's Day. So it was like <laughs> a whole big, you know... Oh, and, and I, you know what's so... The other thing that's really funny about the NFL is they always need, like, the cockiest big mouth. And Sherman just... He just yeah. ran up and said, I'll be your next to Owens. And, uh, and he's... Uh, everything, he has something to say about everything. And he's... Uh, just a big cocky loudmouth jerk, and you yeah. know what I mean. Like, and he's gonna be like, everything is something with Sherman. What does Sherman think? And soon he's you're gonna get sick of him. Too. Soon you're gonna get sick of him, just like you got sick of Terrell Owens. And soon oh, people yeah. are gonna be like, aren't you dead yet? Didn't, didn't you get caught with drugs or with a hooker or something yet? No. Well, that's what happened to Cleveland. Their 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 top receiver just oh, got busted for weed it, again. Yeah, Oliver Klozov. That's his team and his um. <laughs> and oh, he put that up and he was like, man. Uh, that sucks, you know. Oh, Oliver Klozov's team is Cleveland. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. yeah. That's funny, you know, because Cleveland is the okay. In reality, the Baltimore Ravens mm. are Cleveland in uh, Cleveland oh, Browns. Yeah, yeah. And then I know, they I know that Super Bowl. story. You know that story, okay? You know, yeah, it's all too well. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of this. Enough of that reality. Let's go to some trailers, and then when we come back, we're going to be doing our top ten list. Helmet, what's going on? Sanders, what's going on? It's Mega Maid. She's gone from suck to blow. What? They're getting all their air back. Do something. Do something. Do something. All right. All right, you little teaser. You're going home. Castillo brings you the dramatic, shocking truth about reform school girls. Your name's Donna, huh? That's right. What's your rap? Man got killed. Stolen car, and I wouldn't say who did it. Ross Hunter, a psychologist who tries to help all reform school girls. And Edward Burns, as the kind of a man who is a constant threat to everyone. I'll figure a way. You better. Man, you better. Or you're fixing to sniff that crazy cyanide. Murder is planned, and a sensation-seeking mall helps execute it. A girl was in on it. Her name is Josie Brig. 
This is Donna Price. Hey, Josie, what happened? You get her, Josie, little rat. What do you want? You got a way over the school fence. What are you talking Shut about? Shut up and listen. Let's go. Violence and terror are their weapons. Relentless. Ruthless. Here is the stark, naked expose of the brutalized and the beaten. You'll know the worst about every woman. Hey! Run for your life. Mama's coming. Yeah! She's Kung Fu Mama. When she gets her dander up, hey! the hitmen go down. Flattened by the deadliest weapons in outraged motherhood, the flying fists of Kung Fu Mama. You see, all of us have a few tricks. Now, let me show you one of mine, huh? It's a new motion picture experience in the martial arts with the top stars of Oriental hand-to-hand -hand combat and Kung Fu Mama. Don't mess with Kung Fu Mama, the meanest mother of them all. Hey! Kung Fu Mama, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh my god, how do I not own that movie? Yeah, I'm not surprised. You were surprised by it. Oh my god, I was listening to the Kung Fu Mama trailer. I'm like, how do I not own this? I'm going to. Probably right after the show, I'll go on Amazon and order it. Because, wow. Because you, yeah, you can. Because I gotta! Alright, what are we doing for our top ten list this week, Dr. Morbius? Oh, uh, this you know this was my pick, and then when I when I started <laughs> when I started looking through them, I was going, boy, there's a lot of crappy superhero movies that've been made. So oh yeah, top my. ten superhero movies. top ten superhero movies. Yes, there are, and I did ones that are just based on comics. You yeah, know I mean? did like, for the oh, most okay. part. Yeah, for the most part. Open up my list here. You gotta do yeah. like a you gotta be like a, a Norton from the honeymoon. Yeah. Hey, it's flat. All right, let's see if I can read these here. Okay, I guess I gotta go with the first one, the first one I saw anyway, which is not a good movie, but it was the first of its kind, I think. Anyway, was the 1966 or was it 67 Batman? Mm. It's on my list. I love that, that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stupid and fun and just funny, man. Just I saw it in a movie theater. Shark repellent. Bat shark repellent. Yeah. It's freaking greatest thing ever. Like that's the funniest thing I ever saw. Like one of them. It just. <laughs> Robin, throw me the shark repellent. The bat repellent. The shark's just hanging on his leg. Didn't oh, he yeah. have like Batman like Bermuda shorts on or something? Uh, dude, he's just hanging on the helicopter yeah. thing and this shark is just hanging on him. I was like, oh my God, this movie's awesome. Yeah, I got, got, it's got to be in there. I guess I'll put the, the Burton Batman because that was such a big deal and it kind of changed the franchise and you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah and you know, yada, yada, yada and all that stuff. <laughs> As you can tell, you know, I really... At I some really point, we have to talk about that with a lot of these. Because Batman, and now Spider-Man, and Spider Superman, have all... Mm -hmm. I don't know how to... Like, I don't know how to describe it. The way their their franchise is just being taken over by someone, and then it, it's like, now it's all dark. Yes. And, then, and then it gets taken over. Now it's all goofy. And then now it's all this, like... 
how do they allow how I would never want my character like if you're Marvel or if you're you you know DC I would be like a lot more clamped down I'd be like no sure. that's sure. not what Spider-Man is that's not what Superman is stop it yeah. But they don't. They're just like, okay, just drive up the money and or whatever. I don't know. I guess that's the 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 gimmick now is everything's got to be dark and brooding since Batman. I guess, but it doesn't. doesn't okay, really. but yeah, go ahead, move on. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, The Rocketeer, which was based on a comic book, kind of a fun movie. Yeah, I should have went first. You're nailing all my stuff. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, really? a lot of it. Yeah, but that's that's all right. Uh, The Crow, based on a comic book. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was based on a comic book with. Uh, Bruce Lee's son, yeah, unfortunately, passed away during the making of the God, movie. God, it's amazing. What's with the Bruce Jason, Lee curse? Jason Lee? Yeah, the curse. The yeah, li- well, the daughter's still alive. Or is she? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, the <laughs> 70s, the first two Superman movies, I thought they were pretty good. The Christopher Reeve ones. Yeah. By the third one, it got, you know. Cheeseball. Dopesville. Yeah. But yeah the fir- I actually thought the first one was awesome. Oh, Mystery Man. That was based on a comic book. Yeah. The, uh, the spleen and all those characters. <laughs> that was a good movie. It was a very underrated movie. Yeah, it was it was bizarre, but uh, yeah. yeah, I got a few laughs out of it. Of course, there's the reboot of Spider-Man, or well, the first time they did it, that was pretty good. The Sam Raimi one, Hellboy was was pretty good. Nice take on it. And Iron Man was a good movie too. Uh, have I missed anything? I think that's See, it. Iron Man. I never got into those. I know a lot of people love them, and I get yeah. it. I, and I don't know why I don't get into. It. I watched it the first one. I was like, I liked it. I didn't. I, I I just couldn't get into it, and I don't know why. Like I don't know if I don't like the character. I don't know if I just maybe I was just over overdone with comic book stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't. It didn't click with me, and I don't know why. And I wanted to revisit, it and I just haven't. You know. But and whatever. I, and of course, honorable mention. Even though this isn't a superhero movie, these guys kind of play like musical superheroes uh, of course kiss meets the phantom how could that not be nice yes well mine is a little bit i have a lot so i'm going to do the honorable mentions first uh danger diabolique was actually a comic book oh how could i miss that yeah oh, that man. one Mario um, Bava. oh my god barbarella wow. yeah that's uh, right <laughs> uh, bullet bulletproof month monk these are all my honorable mentions uh bulletproof oh, I monk i forgot about those two man yeah. i messed up uh, mystery man the adams family Weird Science, Superman the movie, the oldest Batman, the the sixties Batman. These are I, that some of these should have been in my top ten, but they're in my honorable mention. Um, X Men, which and the Rocketeer. X Men I like a lot. I just don't. Too many characters. There's so many. There's so many movies, and they're so Wolverine centric now. And you're like, oh my yeah. god, okay. Plus all these mutants whining. It's it's like a it's like a yeah. Trent Reznor song. Or something. <laughs> so much Zing. Okay, so now here's to my actual top ten. Number ten, Old Boy. Um, uh, not the American version, but the Korean version is very good. Very uh, dark movie. Good movie. Crazy movie. Uh, the Mask, the Jim Carrey movie, The Mask, which is one of my favorite. I'll say guilty pleasures. It's uh, so dumb, but just so crazy and funny. Um, Red Sonja. You like that? Oh not? yeah, dude, that's funny. It's a, such a stuff. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens, one of the newer movies to make my list. I liked it, and a lot of people didn't. I loved it. Um, Men in Black, thought was a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of got the third. By the third one, you're like, okay, yeah, we get yeah. it. But whatever, I still like them. Time Cop. Time yeah. Cop was a was a comic book, and then uh, Jean Claude Van Damme took that role and made it his own. 
At least in my eyes. Yeah, well. <laughs> Lady Snowblood. Is that a comic book? Yeah, well, it's a manga. Oh, manga. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, boy, I hope I've had that right. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. Well, I know there is one, but that doesn't mean one might have come before the other. I don't know. I oh, hope well. I'm. Yeah, Lady Snowblood is one of my favorite. Um, I don't know what I what you'd you even call it. Like, it's just a very gritty movie. It's very rough, but I just love it. Like, it's such a just crazy over-the-top movie. Tales from the Crypt, of course. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, we just... Too. man, And I love every... I, I like almost every iteration of Tales from the Crypt. Um, wow. Blade, believe it or not, I think yeah. Blade is a fun yeah, movie. A yeah. um, little bit nutty, but that's okay, you know. And then finally, Hellboy is my top... Not my number one. What those, about the, Batman? Those weren't on your list? Yeah, yeah that was in my honorable music. mention, okay. believe it or not. Right. I, I should have... And I don't know why I bumped it down out of the top ten, but eh, it doesn't matter. They were all there. There's a there's a ton. Yeah. I was actually doing research for this, and I was like, oh my god, a lot of stuff was like, that's a ba- that's a movie. Like I didn't know a lot of the stuff was from comic books. Um, yeah, I forgot about Barbarella and Daisy Devil, but they were they were a Euro comic. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that kind of doesn't count. No, it's it does. It does. <laughs> I'm playing. It does. The what you know. That kind of tells you one thing. It tells you is that comic books are an awesome source of material. Of, of material, sure you know. Are, sure they are. It also lends to the fact that there is a lot of comic books. Sure, there is. Because I'm looking at a list. I I found a list of like a hundred movies you didn't know were based on comic books, and I'm looking through this. And I was like, you know, <laughs> how many freaking comic books are there? And there's a billion, a billion, a billion, billion. billion. Yeah, That's a billion. You you could fill the center of the earth with comic books, and there'd still be some left over in those That's bins. That's right. That's right. Comic books rule. Yeah, it just from somebody that doesn't know that world very much, it's it's almost astonishing. You it know? is astonishing, and yeah, the source material that is given to Hollywood and used up, you know, and they don't not, most of the time they don't even make mention of it. You know, like sometimes they don't. I you know you don't even know, and you know and you're like, oh okay. Yeah, no, no, comic books are they're very imaginative, and that lends itself to Hollywood because I mean, how many times you know the thing that happens to. How many times are you going to remake The Wizard of Oz? How many times are you going to make, you know, you're going to do like Frankenstein or Dracula or, you know, you got to find a new source and that's the new source for yeah. all this stuff. One, and one of the things I think now is happening because of things like the, the, the new Batman and the new um, the, the Iron Man and the, and the X-Men stuff, they're churning them out so quickly and they're all so formulaic at this point. Mm. You know, they're they're kind of cheapening the product. You know what I mean? Like, like all these movies that are coming out now is just, it's relentless. Like, well, it seems to me like I don't, I'm not, I haven't watched any of them, but they seem to be at least the Marvel ones, the ones that uh-huh. are, the ones that are pro, uh, produced by Marvel, not the, not the other companies that license. They always have something at the end of them. Like they have at the end of the credits, they introduce characters. And I think they're all leading up to a big movie at some point. Right. But so, there's, yeah. Like the comic books. It's like they're, they're doing really basically with the comic books. There's a story, then that story leads to another story, and that story all leads to intertwined, another story. So all intertwined. It's like a big graphic novel of old movies. I guess. Um, at least I think that's and it, I mean, and, and just, just, I mean, I've, I have kind of a negative feeling towards it, but I'm, I'm sure for people that love that genre, this is the, the heyday of awesome. This would be like Chop Suey uh, or yeah. Chopsaki for me. You know? I, I do have a negative vision of it too because I would rather it just be in print and then maybe one movie every once in a while. But now it's becoming the movie is becoming the 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 reason the for the focal point. The comic book is just like the 
the the the outline, the afterthought or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the yeah it's true, and it's uh, it, you're right. And to me, they all look the same. They all feel the same. This the CGI. music's the same. Everything's the same. You're like, okay. And when's the plucky gal that he's having struggling to love coming in? Oh, here she is. You know, it's, it's like if you if you if you were if you were, if you were reading comic books and they were all drawn by the same artist. Sometimes that's good if it was Jack Kirby or whatever. But if they were all drawn by the same artist, you'd get bored after a while because you'd want a little. And, and they seem Something to different. be. They seem to have a, a, sim, a similarity. Well, if if Hollywood has taught us anything, if one thing works. You're going to get that one thing a lot because there are no risk takers anymore. But the thing about it like is that, yeah, the thing about it is Marvel has like 4,000 characters. Is that, that true? Can, yes. Holy hell. They have 4,000 characters. And every Who time they... Who counted those? I don't... Somebody <laughs> online. <laughs> oh, my God. 4,000 and counting, I should say. <laughs> and the thing is that, like, they'll do, a, they'll do like the new Captain America movie and they go, yeah, they, they incorporated this character, Batrock the Leaper. You go... Oh wow! They made him into a movie. Wow, oh, that's kind of cool. And you remember a, a vague character from your childhood? Yeah, go. He appeared in like three episodes in, or three yeah, comic in books 60s. in the sixties, and you're like, and they bring him back, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll go see it. So they they got so many characters to work with that they're going to be sucking you in for years. That's amazing. Just the X Men has like I don't know how many hundreds of characters probably. Well, yeah, the perfect when they invented that, they were like, here we go. Because now you're talking about something you can do. You literally can do anything, and it's exactly. and the reason is ah, mutants. You're like, oh, hey, look at this person is air mutants. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, just excuse, excuses everything. You're like, oh, dude, this guy's a car, but he can change into a transformer. Mutants doesn't matter, whatever. That's about right. Nice, you nailed it. Yeah, that's. A, I wish I'd think of something like that. Yeah, just, whatever. You just okay, did. yeah, I just, <laughs> just reinvented the mutants. All right, we're gonna go to a trailer break, and when we come back. It's our movie du jour. It's and, got uh, space in it. Yes, it's, 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 it's a space opera of sorts. Yeah. In that it's not at all. And uh, if you listen to the bumper for the second tra- or for our second trailer break, you might get a similarity from the first bumper from the trailer break, and you might go, I know what movie they're doing. Hint, diddy, hint, hint. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? Go! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Keep firing, assholes! Breaker, breaker! Do it to it, breaker! Hey, good buddy, I just saw a far-off flick called Breaker, Breaker. It's about this old boy, Chuck Norris. He's a trucker in a mess of trouble with the Smokies. We're gonna kick your butt all the way back to Highway 99. Don't mess around with an 18-wheel trucker. He's got a CB radio and a hundred friends who just might get mad. What you say, boys? Breaker, Breaker, rated PG. Nothing can stop it. The Blob, starring Steve McQueen. It creeps, it crawls, it's slithery, it's slimy. The Blob, plus Dinosaurus, both in shrieking color. You'll kill them all. It's what they would want me to do, Gary. They would happily give their lives for the good of the world, something you don't understand. There has to be another way. There's nobody left to stop Kim Jong-il. Let me go. You, you're a butt fucking quitter. Yes, the Blob. I have that on Criterion Collection, and I'm very proud of it. That's funny. Blu-ray Criterion Blob release. Blob. Boom. Yeah. Blob. <laughs> Blu-ray Blob. <laughs> Blu-ray Bob. Blu-ray Blob. Blu-ray so, Bob. have you guessed what movie we're doing? Yes, I bet you have. 
Spaceballs. Space. Spaceballs. We ain't found shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my. This was a movie. I'll, I'll preface. Uh, this is a movie from my childhood. This is another one of those that was in super regular rotation. Uh, right up there with Amazon Women on the Moon. With um, Death Race 2000. There was wow. There was about... There was about ten movies that we watched, and we watched them almost once a week for oh, wow. two or three years. Oh, and Spaceballs fell into that, where I when I I put it on like twenty years later, and I can just go word for word. My God. Yeah, and I don't know why we were just beer drinking idiots and just watched the same stuff and just I don't know. Some movies clicked with us. So there was the right time, you know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not not you yeah. though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was well. Blazing Saddles was another one. We were talking about yeah, that before. Yeah, that one was just wrong. Oh, and it, and and a teenage kid, yeah, beer drinking, watching that, yeah, nonstop yeah, yeah, yeah. funny. You know, like. I mean, I I mean, I got to tell you, I'm probably going to be like the complete opposite of you, and I'm yeah. not going to totally, you know, boink on this movie. I just didn't laugh till the very end. Till the end, really? I started laughing a little bit. Mm. There's a few things that got me laughing, but the most of the most of the jokes. See, they hit, they missed with you. Yeah, big time. See, and that's I think Mel Brooks, and this is a, my opinion. Um, a lot of his movies were very good, but very dated, and you have to like almost like him. Yeah, and like, I do. Oh yeah, I mean, because I have his box set out there, and it, yeah, I and do. it's you know like Young Frankenstein is one of the funniest movies. Yeah, you know, Blazing Saddles. What what was it? High Anxiety. The producers is the a very pro- funny springtime yeah. for Hitler and all and, that. And crap. then some stuff is just like. Eh, it doesn't work. I was afraid that when I went back to this one, it would be... It just, uh, you know, a lot of his movies were kind of, like, outrageous. This one didn't have much outrage to it. It no. just seemed like a... Just like, a, you know, they just went along with the story and poked a little fun at it. It was like a Mad Magazine. Right, they were, it was a Mad Magazine with a, few towards, dirt, with a few dirty words. This was, of course, parodying Star Wars. Um, it could have been so much better if he would have, like, let loose a little more, but I think they didn't want to get an R rating. Probably. And also... One of the, well, one of the things that did strike me is this movie was made in what eighty two or eighty seven? Eighty seven. Okay. How far Star Wars pushed that kind of the the special effects? How they set the bar so high that like this Spaceballs looks better in many respects than the original Star Wars as far as the <laughs> the stuff, and it was just because of I always credit it to the explosion that Lucas created. With this is what thing this is the, what's expected, you know something like Spaceballs, which was made at one millionth of the budget, looked better, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's just because everyone was pushing it forward after Star Wars, you know. Mm-hmm. They yeah. made such a create they created such a fervor for that that style, you know. Yeah, I, I read that Mel Brooks asked um, Lucas, told him he was going to do it, and Lucas said, you know, he didn't. I don't know if he had Ari's permission or not, but Lucas asked him not to make any um, action figures of the Spaceball characters. Really? Yeah, because he said they look too much like mine. So Brooks like said, "Yeah, that's fine." Oh, because he wanted to use industrial light and magic. Oh. Uh, so spy, So the the deal was I can use ILM to do special effects, but Lucas said, "Well, don't make." Uh, action figures, even though there are action figures of the characters within the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spaceballs, the placemat. Spaceballs, because yeah, exactly. and he was making yeah, fun of yeah, yeah. Star Wars, but that's where Star. That's where he made his money. I mean, Star Wars uh, or George Lucas made 
a lot of money off licensing rights. And yeah, I'm just wondering now, since I just said that, and I'm just thinking out loud, since he made a deal with Lucas, hey, let me use your special effects people, and I won't mer- market. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering if Mel Brooks pulled back and said, I'm not mm. going to like totally you know, screw this. Rip, because, rip on them because, because I'm using your people and you know. But then again, then again, that's you know that maybe Lucas would have wouldn't have minded it. Well, I know Lucas did write him and say this is really funny. I really laughed yeah, a lot. Yeah. He liked it. Yeah. And I there might have also been a great deal of professionalism or a uh-huh. professional like he wouldn't do that to him because maybe they were friends or maybe yeah. maybe you have admiration for the person. You're like, man, this guy really made something great. I'm gonna tweak. I'm gonna I'm gonna make fun of it like a roast. Where I'm not going to cross the line and really wreck him, you know. But like, even but even like like Young Frankenstein, which was lovingly oh, created, yeah. you still see Frank and you still see like you know Dick Joke and Frankenstein, you know screwing the you know his wife and all that. So there's like wow, you know you're really pushing it with this movie. Nothing seems to be like pushing any envelope no, whatsoever. No, it, and that's but true. It, but it has some. But it's it's good-hearted humor. Oh, John Candy. He's great. I, I miss. I, I didn't miss him I until I watched this, and I was like, "Oh, he was so funny. He was yeah, such a barf. Yeah, he's, he's such great. a good and like Pizza the Hut. Like there, yeah, there's a Pizza lot of stuff. Pizza the Hut was alright. It's gross, but yeah, it was okay. there's a lot of stuff in here that that makes you made me just like like bust out with that. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, like quick funny laugh. Kids you know? that kids that grew up in the seven in the eighties. Yeah. From a certain age, will love this movie. It's mm-hmm. like they've rented it, and they like it's a cult classic with you know people of that era. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. So and and uh, and you know, there's basically this movie. Uh, we're we're not going really heavy into the the plot because we Star don't Wars. have to. It's Star Wars. It is it's Star Wars except Joan Rivers is C three PO. Yeah. Uh, the and it's really centered. There's no Luke. There's no Obi Wan. It's all just. Um, but yeah, Bill Pullman is like Lone. Bill Pullman is Lone Star, who Lone is Star, yeah. who Han is Solo. a Han Solo. Uh, John che- Candy Chewbacca, is Barf, Chewbacca, Chewbacca is uh, replaced by Barf, who is John Candy. And at the end, they say his name was Bartholomew. Or yeah, something like Barf. What's short for Bartholomew? It's just stupid. And then Princess whatever. Her name. Princess Leia was uh, Pris- Princess Vespa and he, yeah, from, from Druidia. Great, a, a Jewish, Jewish princess. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. And she was, and yeah. this, she's a very pretty woman uh, actress. I think yeah. she's still doing stuff. Probably, um, but I don't. No, I looked her up. I was Rick like, Moranis was funny. Rick Moranis SCTV. is crazy. That's dark helmet. Or and he, him, and the guy who played Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yeah. When they, when those two were together, they were just off the. They were they were like shtick. Yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah, it yeah, was yeah. it was literally like a slapstick, you know. And it was very I thought it was very stupid, very funny. And, and I also read that Rick Moranis actually after the movie after a few years went to Mel Brooks and said, Hey, I've got an idea for a sequel calling it Spaceballs Three: The Search for Spaceballs Two. And Brooks never never did. Oh, it. that's a shame. But he had an he had an idea for it. That would have been funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why not? Like. I always kind of think, even this is now you'll you'll disagree on this wholeheartedly. I always thought there should be as many Austin Powers as there was 007s. Like, hmm. there's enough source material that they would just. And, and I'm probably one of the only people that thinks yeah. that way because I really like those. That joke wore out for me. Yeah, did it. Second, okay. After the second movie. Wore and that's out. probably what would happen. People would be like, ah, oh, okay. But yeah, I comes just in. yeah, but and there could have been three. Now, space of course, balls. it's been it's been so many years. Yeah, you could come back and do another one in another decade or something. Which one? 
Yeah, there could be another Austin Powers with another guy playing Austin Powers. You know, like in the Bond movies <laughs> where they change Bonds, have like somebody. I don't like, think Mike. My- I don't think Mike Myers. Uh, his ego would not let that happen. Nah, probably he's, not. From what I understand, he's quite the. Uh, Egomaniac. Bastard, yeah. Oh, is he really? I didn't know that. Well, and that, that might be all BS, yeah, internet yeah, BS, you know. know. He seems like a funny guy, but, I mean... He yeah, because, I mean, I'm sure that Bill Belichick is a sweetheart, even though he just comes <laughs> off as a bastard, so that's all media <laughs> BS, too. Uh, no, I'm oh, pretty okay. sure that's not that. Anyway, no football. You're like, oh, no, it was slow football, a go-go. Yeah, so, well, you know, you got all excited. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's cool. But anyway, back to the so, movie, the Star Wars. There, and then, and then... um. You know, uh, Mel Brooks is in his movie as he almost always yeah, is. As the president. As the president, or no, he's as he's as the uh, yogurt. But he's also the president. Yeah, he's the president. President he's yogurt. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, right. right. And then uh, he's yogurt, who is Yoda, and uh, and uh, and it's very Jewish, like you know he like yeah of course, and that's the thing with all of his movies, they're very. Um, Jew-centric, I guess you'd say. <laughs> yeah. or I don't know how you'd say it. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying that's, you know. Yeah, there, there, there's always a lot of Jewish humor in it. Let's yeah. Which is uh, funny. And it, it, a lot of the stuff from Star Wars that does make you kind of go, what the hell is this? He he just, like, made fun of it, you know, and it was yeah. it was funny. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um. So basically the whole movie is you have to save Princess Vespa from Yeah, Tr- Princess Vespa gets taken by... Uh, Dark helmet, who is Rick Moranis in this gigantic Darth Vader helmet? Right. Like, it's so stupid. And like those those parts where they're on the the ship, and like he makes them go like in a super hyper warp oh, speed, yeah, and then he yeah. like smashes into the yeah, wall. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. there's like a ton of stuff where he is. You, you don't even know if it was scripted. It yeah, might have just been like. Because at the beginning, she's supposed to marry this prince, Jim Prince, J. prince Volume. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Prince Valium. Yeah. And then, <sighs> like, and then at the end, she escapes with uh, Joan Rivers or what? Is, what is it? What is it called? Uh, what is it? Joan Rivers, three C three PO character. Oh my called? God! I don't remember. Um, I can't remember. They escape, and then like uh, they go, and then there's the, they. What is it? They escape, and then they the they run out of gas. Yeah, yeah. And then, so then, there's a, then he, he, like, Pizza the Hut, oh, we're going to go into, like, what it is. Like, so yeah, basically. Let's go into a little bit. Okay, then, um, then, then the, the Han Solo character, Bill Pullman, um, he owes money to Pizza the Hut, and this is, like, a mob thing, not like, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. look like mobsters, you know. What does he say? Because if you don't, Pizza's going to send out for you, that yeah, one guy that's, like, a. Crap like that, yeah. You know, so he. So then, then he's like, "Oh, I'll just pick up this this I'll res- rescue this uh, princess and get a reward, and that's it." So they pick her up, and then then at that point, then the, the uh, dark helmet comes by, wants to like get her to get all the air out See, of the planet. Yeah, yeah, air is air is the rare commodity that's sought after throughout the universe in this reality. That, you know, what is it, the spaceballs planet or something like that? Yeah, yeah, spaceballs, like and uh. So they hold her hostage, saying, "Look, give us all the air, or or we'll kill your daughter." So then, um, eight is enough. What's the, what's that guy's name? Uh, the guy who was eight, the the the, the president of Druidia was the father from Eight oh, Is Enough. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What's his face? Uh, Van Patten. Yeah, yeah, Dick yeah. Van yeah. Patten. Dick Van Patten, which made me think of his son being that master ninja. Oh, Remember yeah, when yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. was like master ninja? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Dick Van Patten. Dick yeah. Van Patten. So. <laughs> so then, so then they like then he then the, they hire him. To, they hire the uh, uh, Bill Pullman and and Bar Follow to 
rescue the princess. And their space Winnebago. Yeah, and the space Winnebago, and, and you're like, eh, you know, and then they crash, and that's when they, the Jawas are there, but the Jaw, and then they go, you know, he. Yeah, they crash on a desert planet. Right. You know the story, people. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah I, I mean, there's not much to say. I'm trying to go through this thing, and it's like, yeah, it, I know. It's there's like, there's more sight gags and bit jokes than there are than there is plot. Really, yeah, that's true. Um, that is true. Every yeah. single scene is basically just a setup to a bit, to a, a bit, to a to one-liner a, kind yeah, of thing. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, there the, the you know dark helmet sitting there, and, and he changed his helmet into one of those pith helmets. Yeah, right. And he's like, comb the desert. And then they show, like, people actually drag, like, uh, stormtroopers actually comb. dragging a comb over the desert. And then there's two black guys and it's a pick. Yeah. You know? And, it's, and you're like, oh my God. Just, like, that kind of dumbness is what really makes these... It could be, like, I see it as, like, a charm, but others would see it as stupid. You know? Like, that's a very fine line uh, where you go, I find that kind of stuff funny and charming and, like, a little... Risque by today's PC standards, which we talked about. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. But um, but but the, but in the same breath, people will be like, "That's the stupidest thing. This is a dumb movie." You know, like it depends on how you're looking at it. I mean, it depends on yeah, exactly. And like you said before, this is from my childhood. This is one of my movies I liked a lot. So of course I see it as funny, not yeah, stupid. yeah. I was gonna say if you're a kid. And you see this? This could be the funniest movie you ever saw in your life, and it'll still be that way. Kind of like if I watched um, some old B movie <clears throat> as a kid, and I watch it, and you know, we're, and, and then you watch it, and you go, "Yeah, it was all right, you know, but it wasn't really that scary, or wasn't that." And I go, "Are you kidding me, man? This is great. That scene is awesome." And you go, "I'm like, yeah, I've seen that scene a million times. Spaceballs." Well, that's okay. yeah, that's what happens a lot of times. This this, this movie, this movie's. There's movies for me that transcend generations. This one is definitely of its of its time. Right, and that, yeah, time. I don't think that they, I don't think Mel Brooks's stuff holds up. Not all of it. No, some of it does. Not all of it. I don't even know. Well, I mean, not, like even going back and rewatching like Blazing Saddles or rewatching like Young Frankenstein, they're funny, but I don't know. Like no one today would look at them and go, "Oh, that's really funny." I think I think those two hold up. Some of the other ones don't. Like I I think the producers hold up too, just because it's like kind of outrageous what they're doing. I think with the producers and 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 uh, Blazing Saddles, they're, they're out there. There's some outrageous things in there that might hold up, but yeah. some of the other ones don't. And I think it might be. And I think there might be something to do with his co-writers, because I saw like on this movie, Mel Brooks co-wrote it with two other people. Now, with Blazing Saddles, I'm pretty sure there was five or six writers on that movie. So it's almost like a long sitcom. Yeah, and on and on Young Frankenstein, uh, supposedly, he didn't want to make it, but it was Gene Wilder who pushed him into doing it. Gene Wilder was a driving force between Young Frankenstein, and then that one, that one I think makes it just because it so, looks just so much like a universal oh, yeah. movie. I guess in Spaceballs, is a way for the... Uh, it, it's a kind of like... Similar thing. If you love those Lucas movies, this is such a loving tribute to it. Whereas mm. I'm more of a fan of the Universal and Young Frankenstein was such a loving tribute to it mm. that you kind of like get taken away by the the way the craftsmanship of trying to capture that feel or right. whatever. So I can see that now in a way with the Lucas movies. I like them, but I'm not like Gaga over. You're not in like with them. Nah. <laughs> so, no. And, I mean, and, and if you hear us talking about stuff, you, you can tell that you know. Uh, Mel Brooks actually just attacked genres. Exactly. You know, yeah. it was like, like a Mad Magazine. Yeah, high anxiety was attacking the Hitchcock. Uh, the, the Hitchcock genre or that whole and and silent he, movie, of course. Yeah. You know. What was the one that was 
just derailed his whole career. Down and Out in Beverly Hills. I don't think he did that movie, did he? I thought he did. Wait, what, which is was his last one? Yeah, that was his last. I don't even not know. Not his last man. one, but he might like. I but, don't even know. We should we, we should stop the presses right now and <laughs> find out. Yeah, I'm almost sure that was the last one. Hold on. Okay, well that's all that. I'm insane. Uh, he had nothing to do with uh, Down and Out in Beverly Hills. He, Maybe he was an actor. I don't know. Nah, it doesn't. He wasn't in it. Okay, anyway. So yeah, and we were also looking at some of his other stuff. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Dead and Loving It. There was a um, animated series based Space on Spaceballs, Space which I don't... I didn't, never saw that. Never even heard of that. <coughs> so it was an industry. The Mel Brooks industry. And then yeah. he went and then he went into... Uh, he did a play of the producers, and I think he started doing Broadway. Really? Yeah. <coughs> I believe well, he's, so. I mean, he's still active, and... Um, 1926. That make him close to 90. That's amazing. It's like 88. <laughs> that's like crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, well, good for him. Hey, you know, good, you know, good, good genetics. Yeah, what did they say? Russian ancestry or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's good to be the king. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's one that we didn't we, we didn't the one the history of the world. Oh my God! Yeah, that one, that one had its moments. That 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 was really funny, but I don't know if that would even that probably wouldn't hold up at all. That one had its moments. That was yeah, so funny. That was, some of it was funny, some of it wasn't. But the what was the history of part two? Part two, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, and there was no part one. It was just yeah, the peasants are revolting. Yeah, they stink on ice and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to be the king. Oh my God! Yeah, that, that one. That yeah. was okay. That had its moments. See, now this is this is what happens. Like when you start watching him, you realize how many he's made, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Tons of uh, them. Not as many as as uh, Woody Allen, though. No. <laughs> he's the king. Yeah, he is. He's a machine. <laughs> he's got like I don't. I think he's got like forty or fifty or something movie. I think he makes one every year. Yeah, why not? Yeah, if he, he can, can do get it. Away with it, yeah. History of the world. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna bring him back memories. Yeah. That's earlier though. That's earlier '80s. So you oh, were yeah. so you were a littler kid when you saw no, that. No, no, we still had him on VHS. You know. Oh yeah. Okay. That's great. <clears throat> oh well. All right. So what do you? I mean, what do you think about this? What do you? What would you give it? What would you tell people to See, watch problem, it or not the, watch it? The problem it is that like I'm, I'm I, to gauge it against other Mel Brooks movies, I'd recommend like four or five before, before I do this, this one. one. Yeah. I'd recommend. Let's see. I recommend the producers. I recommend Young Frankenstein. I recommend. Uh, Blazing Saddles. I recommend History of the World. Um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. No, really no. I'll, I'll put this one. I'll I'll make this like the fifth best one. I'll put this one head of Robin Hood, Men in Tights because mm. I don't care about the Robin Hood story. No, Dad, did you think that this one um, does it hold up though? What I think there was a would kid, a kid th- watch this and kid, go, kid, oh, kid, I'll kill get it. And you know what? I think Robin Hood, Men in Tights was made into a TV series. Oh, I think it was God. called When Things Were Rotten. Wow. I'm pretty sure it was called When Things Are Rotten. I think they did a TV series of the Robin Hood thing. Anyway. That's awesome. Yeah, I think kids would like it, except for maybe a couple of dirty words, but whatever. They probably know more bad words in this oh, movie. Yeah. Spout. So I'll yeah. give it like uh, a 5.7. <laughs> wow. That's very specific. And as of, as of course, since this is one of my beloved movies from when I was growing up yeah. and a kid, I would give it way more. So I'm going to give it like a 7.8579. Okay, there you go. Good or I'll just give, I'll just give it an eight. You know, just give it an eight. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, you got anything? Any parting words of wisdom, Doctor Morbius? Yes. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Yeah, and to all you other. And you know who you are. And to all you other mothers. Yeah. Watch it, because Kung Fu Mama's coming for you. Kung Fu Mama on her way. Kung Fu Mama's coming in the mail to my house. Is what I meant to that's say. That's right. All right. We'll see you next week, everyone.
Oh, come on, Audrey. I look like hell. I got bags under my eyes. What's that? Well, if you were a man, I would punch you. I'd punch you right in the mouth. That's Bush. Bush League. <laughs>